This is Doctor Strange, issue number 11, Remittance, part 2, by Mark Wade and Jesus Sayers. Welcome back to Strange Tales, fellow Defenders and the Supremes. We are back with a spoiler-filled discussion of issue number 11 of Doctor Strange, part two of Remittance by Mark Wade and Jesus Sayers. I am one of your hosts, John. And I'm your other host, Derek. A bit of a funny story behind this one. We're really sorry to our Doctor Strange listeners out there. Um, we thought we'd recorded this podcast ages ago. Uh, this is, this issue of the comic book came out on Wednesday, the 22nd of February. We both read it. We wrote up the notes. We had everything together. It was only when I was putting all of our podcasts over on tvpodcastindustries.com, where we're collecting everything together in one location, that I realized we hadn't actually recorded the podcast. You, have you ever had that moment when you think you've done something yeah. and then suddenly it's like, oh, I've done everything except do the actual thing I thought I'd done? <laughs> to be honest, things had kicked off in February and then we were also on a two-week break uh, in in March. And then, yeah, things have gotten crazy. We've just done Shazam over on TV Podcast Industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, yes, yeah, Strange Tales will be on Defenders TV podcast, yep. but also on TV Podcast Industries, which will be one of our new platforms uh, moving forward because uh, fellow Defenders and the Supremes, we are coming very closely to uh, the end of the Marvel Netflix shows. We mm-hmm. only have Jessica Jones Season 3 remaining, and for our Gotham followers over on Gotham TV podcast, then yes, we have two episodes left of Gotham. Yeah. And so with that, we thought we would certainly uh, mix it up a little bit and try and get a platform uh, for our listeners where we can do both Defenders with Marvel, we can do Gotham uh, and DC stuff, plus we can cover other shows that aren't related to DC or Marvel. Yes, and the big announcement, really, the next show that we're going to be covering is Good Omens, which is the wonderful Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett book has been turned into a six-episode TV show miniseries uh, over on Amazon Prime, starring the wonderful David Tennant from uh, Jessica Jones and Michael Sheen, another wonderful British actor, and loads and loads of other people in the cast. But not going to get into too much, but make sure you follow us over on tvpodcastindustries.com to get our coverage of Good Omens and everything else that we're going to be covering. Yeah, so you can head on over there, um, and of course you can subscribe, rate us, leave a review, uh, and choose any good or evil podcast catcher uh, to listen to TV Podcast Industries. Do spoiler-filled discussions of everything. I think with spoiler-filled reviews, I think we should get on to this issue of Doctor Strange, issue number 11. Derek, what are some of the details here? (laughs) I don't have a huge amount of details for this issue, but it was the issue that followed the 400th issue of Doctor Strange that we talked about in great Ooh. detail uh, back in January. 401, then. Yes, this is issue Legacy Issue 401, as they like to call it. Uh, the cover of this issue is by Jesus Sayas. Uh, comic Art Inside was also by Jesus Sayas with Javier Pina, uh, and the colours inside were Jesus Sayas with uh, Rochelle Rosenberg. But, John, do you want to tell us what Mark Wade gave us with his synopsis for the beginning of this issue for Remittance Part 2? Sure. Doctor Strange has returned from his adventures across the galaxy, only to find his mentor, the Ancient One, half-dead on his stoop, his life-giving powers having been repossessed by a magical accountant. 
Strange learned that his use of the alien magic has racked up a massive magical debt. Now, Strange and his associates face the Faltine, a race of monsters from the Dark Dimension, who've come to collect their debt. Yes, this is Remittance Part 2. So yeah, on to our incantations, and with incantation number one, how they win the battle. Yes, Doctor Strange and his associates. And by associates, we mean Wong, we mean Kana, and we also mean Zelma Mm -hmm. as well. All these um, people who have been by Doctor Strange's size through good and through ill, and certainly of late, it has been uh, increasingly obvious that, you know, Doctor Strange maybe doesn't have the best interpersonal skills, <laughs> uh, and that these three certainly have patience of saints, uh, for sure, yeah. uh, in in dealing with this. Well, they've been the ones that have been most hurt by Stephen's lack of caring and lack of ability and interpersonal relationship skills, as you say, John. Uh, interestingly, I suppose this issue, Rem- Remittance Part 2, is directly following on from the forum with issue we saw right at the end of that of that story arc the particular part we had Stephen standing in front of the faultine that are right right there taking over earth and him saying i don't really know how to solve this and this is the next part of that story this is directly following on from that moment effectively and um, so how how do they win the battle he sends these com- these compatriots of his off to the accountant's office the person who was in charge of the balance of magic within the universe yeah and they try and find what i can only describe as the little brain ball that has been taken by the accountant from mm-hmm. the ancient one's mind this is Filled with all his magical knowledge, the spells, the incantations, all that experience that the Ancient One had built up over years and years of learning uh, has been extracted by the accountant. And both Zelma, Kana, along with Wong, uh, set out to find this this little ball of knowledge. Yeah. Um, it does. It looks kind of like a, a tennis ball brain. It's kind of got that sort of brain look from the outside yeah exactly um and so they look uh, for this in order to take on this knowledge for themselves in order to fight the faltine uh that have come to destroy mm-hmm. earth and yeah th- th- this is all uh you know pretty good because Stephen finally is trusting them with the info and using them to help him exactly and he is using himself as a distraction rather than his associates being the the distraction mm-hmm. uh, and they come back to earth in order then to fight uh, the different faltine who are effectively trashing earth as we speak yeah i think in the past with each of these characters he's actually used them as the distraction not told them which has always been his kind of problem you know they think they're the ones in the major battle but steven's actually using his mind to solve the fight or his magic to actually solve the major battle without even telling them and letting them in so in this case i think we saw that with wong back in damnation uh, he was the distraction when steven was actually Actually, the major fight, something like that. So, uh, so we have seen that a couple of times in the past. So this time it yeah. is a big change up to put them in the center of power. And what they do is they split all of the knowledge of the ancient one between all three of them. I love these moments when we see Wong coming back, growing in size, and punching out one of the Faltine. We see uh, Kana building a huge magical gun using her abilities and the knowledge that she's gained from uh, the ancient one to create this awesome gun. Uh, where she has that moment where she just screams in the face of the Faltine, "You don't bring no weapons to a weapon fight." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little joke in there, uh, and it blows up another one. And then Zelma eventually convinces herself that she can use everything, all of her knowledge, to apply that learning and create this huge explosion to kill another one of the Faltine. 
Yeah, I, I thought this was really good how combined with the Ancient One's knowledge, uh, you get these three effectively adding more and layers to their skill set. Mm-hmm. Wong with his karate and his fighting skills. Mm-hmm. You have Kana with her technological skills. And then Zelma with her learning skills. And the thing I loved about that was coming from the Seal of Ashanti window in uh, the, the Sorcerer Supreme's um, sanctum. It's kind of like a massive death ray that yeah. hits uh, one of the the Falti in the square in, in uh, the chest, and and again knocking all these out all the time. And I suppose moving on to incantation number two, mm-hmm. uh, we have Doctor Strange keeping uh, Dormammu talking, keeping him distracted, knowing actually that his powers are, are really pretty weak at the moment, um, and that he needs to use. Um, the Ancient One's knowledge through his friends in order to try and prevent Earth being consumed as part of his debt. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really like this, them sort of wandering around. We do get a great little moment where we learn about Dormammu and his sister Uma, uh, where they, how they were created uh, by the Faltian, but unlike the rest of them, who are simply kind of like replicates or duplicates of one another. Um, whereas they have... Uh, you know, they are kind of special. They're different. Yeah, they were actually created by the Falti, not duplicated from each other, which makes them slightly different than the rest of them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice yeah, and that was, that was a really nice little kind of interlude in this um, circling of Stephen and Dormammu as Stephen's trying to keep him uh, talking. Yeah, I think Stephen makes the point, really, that if he gives Dormammu, Dormammu any chance at all, he'll kill Stephen, because that's kind of what Dormammu is expecting. He's expecting Stephen to be the one that try, that's trying to kill him, so he just needs to keep him talking, needs to use his powers just enough to keep him at bay while his friends come back, which is interesting. I like how he distracts them, effectively, by saying that you've never had the opportunity to conquer Earth to Dormammu, and if you allow the Faltine to do it, well, then you'll never be their leader because, well, you never got the opportunity to conquer Earth. So they will be the ones that conquered. They beat you, effectively. So a nice little moment where you have Dormammu wondering whether he's done the right thing here. Yeah, yeah. They do have a bit of a face-off where, you know, they do battle and then they pull back again. And he Dormammu is kind of like... Yeah, good point. I, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, but I don't worry, I will destroy them after I've destroyed you. But we get his three friends rejoining him, um, Stephen, to attack Dormammu with their powers. Mm-hmm. And I really like this how, um, you know, they've, they've got to be a little bit careful with the, these powers from the Ancient One because they're so powerful. They're so, um, so difficult to, to wield that they can end up I think they talk about it poisoning them and, yeah, and destroying exactly. them and you you see that the longer that this attack by Kana Zelma Wong along with Steven as that goes on you see that the powers of the ancient one begin to poison and, and, and eat away at the these three associates of Stephen. Uh, and you can see that Stephen has to release them so that he can face Dormammu down alone. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting moment, isn't it? Because it did feel like that was the whole intention of the book was for them to get the Ancient One's powers and use that power to take out Dormammu. And they can't, so Stephen releases them all. They, it looks like they're about to die, effectively, because the power is poisoning them. And the minute he releases it, 
it enters back into the form of the Ancient One and he's able to come back and beat Dormammu down. In our incantation number three, uh, Ancient One returning with full strength, effectively. Yeah, Ancient One is back at full strength. He's mm. all powered up. It, you know, we see him in Remissance Part 1 where he is totally enfeebled and weakened yeah. um, after having this knowledge removed. And he has been, you know, recuperating. But now this this power has returned to him uh, and he comes back here and is able to deal with Dormammu very, very easily. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really interesting that this all-powerful dark dimension being of Dormammu can effectively be taken out pretty, pretty quickly. Now, he does kind of dissolve away. I think that's a really nice panel, actually, in in the comic where Dormammu sort of dissolves away in, in a bit of gray sort of smoke mm-hmm. uh, back into the dark dimension where he will recover and kind of reform. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really nice. But he is so, so powerful, more so than anyone else there. It is such a weird one, isn't it? Because it didn't feel like this is this was Stephen's plan. It felt like Stephen's plan was, as I said, to use the power of the Ancient One through his friends combined with his and they'll be able to take out Dormammu. It all snaps back to the Ancient One and he literally comes in over the course of panels, easily beats Dormammu, clicks his fingers and sells the Faltine back to their realm and then cures all the stranger's companions pretty much immediately, just in a matter of a couple of, a couple of panels. Yeah, you know? it feels like he's gotten out of jail free, really. Mm-hmm. That, To be honest, it, it, this is something that, yeah, it is a total accident, that Earth has been saved by pure chance, mm-hmm. by, by pure fluke, um, and that Stephen really, um, yeah, he... He's still not fully recovered from everything that has gone on, really, in not only sort of in, in the last sort of, you know, number of issues of this comic, but just in general. He is kind of at sea, I think, yeah, in, yeah. in these Doctor Strange um, comics over the last sort of year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, and he still is at sea here. And he um, has luckily over time had many friendships and many strong associations around him like Hanna, like Zelma, like Wong, like the Ancient One, mm-hmm. that are also kind of um are are paying a remittance on his behalf. Yeah. It, it's like you asking for change to pay for a bus journey home and your mate gives you it. This is kind of like that. It's, right. it, it's helping out Doctor Strange here, but this is on a on a galactic, mystical, magical sort of scale. Yeah, uh, and I, it's really interesting because I do. I, I feel Stephen is very much at, at sea here, and mm-hmm. I think you see this in the fact that these three friends of uh, Stephen Strange do then, once Stormer is defeated decide to go their separate ways. Yeah, there is this moment where we do find out, obviously, that the accountant is gone. Interestingly, considering the the actual cover of this issue uh, is the accountant stamping down his payment due on Stephen Strange. We don't see him throughout this issue. He's gone. He's disappeared after he sent the Faltine to to Earth. Uh, He's gone. But Wong is reminding him everybody has a boss. This guy wasn't working for for himself. So who who is his actual boss? Yeah, who is the CEO? Yeah, the Faltine were the the instrument he was using to punish Stephen Strange because he was stealing too much of their magic, effectively, uh, from their realm. That was what the accountant was doing, but who was telling him to do it? Who is the person that actually controls the magic in the universe? So that's probably the next big arc that's going to be coming up for Stephen Strange after we go into War of the Realms, which is the next big crossover event in Marvel Comics. 
But you're right, they do all kind of separate as we get into the end of the story. There is one really good moment that I like in here from Kana as Wong tells Stephen, uh, I think I speak for everybody, and you just hear a line from Kana in the background going, not necessarily, because this is Kana, remember? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't like to be treated the way that Wong's treating her as if she's a second-class citizen in their in their group, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Kana has another great line, because obviously uh, Wong goes off um, and uh, Zelma goes off with the Ancient One, because she's thinks that all um, of his knowledge does need to be written down and, and captured for posterity. Yeah, she's gone off to kind of be the biographer and saying, yeah. you know, if he loses his knowledge again, well, they may not be able to go and get it back in a little bowl and give it back to him so easily. Maybe he needs to write it all down so that, that knowledge can be accumulated and passed on to other people, other sorcerers, possibly actually to Stephen Strange, so he can become the true Sorcerer Supreme and have all of this knowledge. Yeah, I, and I think... The, the the nice thing here is, you know, Kana, because Stephen hopes that she'll stay and, you know, kind of asks her, what does she think of that? And she goes, I think, I think it's a step, you know, mm-hmm. keep walking and maybe that way you'll find me again someday. I hope so. So it's really interesting. She's not forgiven him for exactly. what um, secrets he kept from her. Yet she does feel that she can forgive him eventually. Maybe. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's a really nice moment on the steps of the Sanctum uh, in this comic where she says, keep looking, keep walking. One day you'll come uh, to me again. You know, we'll bump into one another. Uh, and I really hope that that is the case. So there's a little bit of hope though with Kano because she's been a really great new character here. Yeah. I've really enjoyed, uh, as you say, she's got a good, strong, healthy wit about her, uh, and, and that is really nice to see. So it's uh, good for Stephen as well to be put in his place in this definitely. way. You know, as you say, she's saying it's a step in the right direction, but he needs to keep walking. It's not enough to say you've done this act, therefore you're forgiven, which I think is a, a good way of doing and a good way to close out. This entire book, really, because with issue 11, it feels like this storyline of Stephen Strange going off into space, meeting Kana, and kind of creating all the weapons that he's used and creating his his new abilities. They all feel like it's at an end right here. Yeah, definitely. Now, and with that, really, John, do you defend this issue of Doctor Strange? I think I do just about defend this right. issue. I, I, I would definitely give this three fallen Faltines out of five. I, I mm-hmm. think it's, you know, it's a good finish. I just wish um, maybe this battle for Earth had been a little bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. it, it feels, as you say, that, you know, Stephen puts in train this plan. He gets his friends to help him out. And it's like, literally, they come back, you know, a number of panels later, they've done a few things. They've taken out a Faltine here. Um, and then it's kind of the ancient one comes in and saves the day. Yeah. And it feels very kind of um, comic book by numbers a little for me. I, I maybe being a little harsh here, but I just wish they had delved more into this. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe one issue following Wong, one issue following uh, Zelma, one issue following... Um, Canna in their fight, you know, Maybe, and each yeah. time with Doctor Strange helping them out, and then it comes, you know, going back and seeing where the Ancient One is, so that then this Ancient One coming out and and defeating Dormammu, almost like with a click of his fingers, mm-hmm. that that isn't just kind of like there in your face. Yeah. So it's it's a, it feels a little rushed to me uh, in in many respects. Yeah. This coming to an end, uh, and and of course. We don't control the schedule, but I really wish they'd taken a bit of time to really kind of almost 
it feels like there was no gravity to the fact that Earth was under attack by the Faltine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like um, this was not really happening because yeah. it was dealt with so easily. And I uh, felt like there's no gravity to the fact that the Ancient One had had his magical powers taken away from him. Yeah, exactly. And he was left broken and beaten, effectively. Yeah. And they had won. The bad guys had won here. It just feels like, oh, and then the magic snapped back into place where it should have been. And that gave the ancient one the power to defeat them all. The way I looked at it, actually, when I was, when I was reading the issue and I was a little disappointed at the end because all of this had been resolved and everybody had gone their separate ways, leaving Stephen back to the where he was in issue one of Mark Raid's run. The way I looked at it was, I wondered if this was intended to be the other part of issue 400. If they hadn't gotten people back to write the other stories, or if Mark Wade hadn't written the other three additional stories in that book, could this have just been one story on its own as issue 400, where he goes up against Dormammu, there's a big threat on Earth, the accountant's in there, and then you close off the storyline in issue 10 of the Mark Wade run? Yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think so. I, I think it's um, it feels just all too quick. You mm-hmm. know, we keep being told that the Faltine are the, these m- hugely powerful magical beings. You know, Dormammu and Uma, again, are even a, a step above that. And yet then um, it really seems to come to an end far too quickly. You yeah. don't get the sense of the fight that actually was happened to save Earth. You don't get a sense of the destruction that the Faltine... Yeah, there's a few panels with cities on fire and so on. And I just feel <laughs> that you could have... Um, it, it kind of done in, in, in a, a bit more drawn-out way. And I, I don't mean to say that you overly draw it out, yeah. but you, know, you, you focus an issue on the three associates fighting the Faltine, one with Dormammu, um, you know, or you get more context about the ancient one and where he is, or the, or the pain of him uh, getting his knowledge back and, and how he gets that. But even um, to feel that know? it's Stephen Strange's plan, that he was, going, he was going there to get the ancient one's knowledge back to the ancient one, it felt like almost what I was actually expecting to happen was he takes the knowledge off his three compatriots and puts it inside himself. And he now is finally as knowledgeable about every type of magic yeah, as the absolutely. ancient one. That's what it kind of felt like. So to have it this way and end off the book this way kind of felt like, oh, okay, you're just trying to put an end on it really quickly and close it all down so that you can move on to the next big story, which is quite likely what they were doing because yeah, War of the Realms has just started. Uh, issue 12 of this book is a tie-in with that book as well. So, um, So we will see... Stephen Strange play in that world as it's coming up to the big uh, moment, the big launch of that book. But yeah. overall, yeah, it's been a good series so far. We have been enjoying it overall. It just feels like this issue uh, put a nail on the end of the story a bit earlier than we'd expected. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it felt like it lost its gravity a bit uh, mm-hmm. in this comic because they were trying to get to a conclusion ready for, as you say, this next big thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a little bit of a shame, but certainly... It does close it off um, nicely, I think, for this run. It just closes it off in, in, a, in a bit of a, a bit like the ancient one uh, 
dealing with Dorman with a click of the fingers rather than maybe with a a, a more gentle run through to the end. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. a snappening but for the end of this. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, I think also with those burning towns and burning cities, uh, possibly Ancient One did just click his fingers and fix that as well. Uh, speaking of Doctor Strange issue 12, we will be back with our, our discussion on that issue uh, in a couple of days' time. Uh, Going to have a little break between this episode and the next episode, but you'll have a chance to read issue 12 then and get started on the War of the Realms. Um Loads of other stuff coming up on Defenders TV podcast as well. We will be discussing Jessica Jones Season 3 when it comes out. Obviously, Avengers Endgame is coming really soon at the end of this month on the 25th of April. Uh, We will be talking about that, obviously, on this podcast as well. Uh, Loads of other stuff going on. Please make sure you stay subscribed to tvpodcastindustries.com for Good Omens, for Gotham, and for all of our coverage. Yeah, and we've just done Shazam over Mm -hmm. on TV Podcast Industries as well. So please check on out uh, Shazam as well. Really good fun movie there with a lot of heart and soul Uh, so we would definitely recommend once you've watched the movie to to check out our spoiler filled discussion of shazam (laughs) jazz hands yeah (laughs) thanks so much for that and thanks so much for joining us fellow defenders and sorcerer supreme for our discussion about dr strange comic books yeah as always fellow defenders it's a pleasure speaking with you and i can't wait to speak to you again soon when we talk about galactus in Doctor Strange issue 12. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Bye. Bye.